Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. It's a Trash Tuesday. It's me, Sean Morris. You know me as Baraz. In with the bogeyman on this summer Tuesday. Little respite for DA today. Look, when you got days to burn, you got days to burn, Bogey. What's cooking, brother? Sean, it's good to see you again. I think in a minute we can get to how I'm looking at you. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's going on around here? Pete has had an awful precedent where people just don't show up for work whenever they so choose. They they say the game is follow the the leader, I, and and our leader is taking us from a place where we just don't account for people's presence anymore. You want to come in, great. If you don't, no big deal. I mean, we are now on day three of weekday bingo. Yeah. We've had no DA on a Friday. We've had no DA on a Thursday. And now we scratch off Tuesday with Monday and Wednesday only left open before we start chugging. Yeah, I, I'm into it, Bogues, though. I, I like it. Now we get to anchor a Trash Tuesday. That is true. Which is great. Which, by the way, will come your way in an hour and 17 minutes from right now. Which hour precise. of the show is that? That's our number two on the show. For now. Get your tweets at Mraz, CBS, M-R-A-Z-C-B-S, and at Andrew Bogish. Let us know what you're trashing, how you're trashing, where you're trashing. Mm. Well, see, we're used to the Target demo stuff. I mean, and what a crew today. We have EJ Stewart in my usual chair. We have Pete the Body Bilotti, as grumpy as ever, in his usual chair. And a surprise anchor today. Who will be doing updates? We don't know because they weren't here as a 559. That's incorrect. I'm, here I she know. has been in the building. 549, I think, was the the time card stamp. I was just trying to create drama. I know they were here. Close enough, though. Yeah. So somebody will be in, in that chair. We have Stunned to a News in hour number three. Thank goodness, Pete, as I, I was in charge of putting together the rundown, so I didn't even include Canadian Bacon. We'll do that in hour number four. And you're going to do that, huh? Well, there might be a little controversy behind that. Okay, because I have an objection to you doing it today because I don't want to hear you tell me how you're a hard hat guy that you're doing two, you're doing both of these huh. things, co-hosting and bacon. Well, you know what? Hard hat guy. Yeah. So, great. anyway, plenty to get mm-hmm. into throughout the course of the show. We will do sports, sports, and more sports because this is CBS Sports Radio, free on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch and YouTube and... WatchDA.com, cap, 
Caps come in, hasn't gotten a haircut in about seven months. I saw mm. him. He had me awkwardly switch this high chair, which we can get to in a little bit. Yeah, let's discuss this real Well, two things, because your surprise update anchors already tweeted that he or she's doing updates this morning. I mean, literally popped up as you were saying. We don't know who's doing it, so now uh, America knows so who's doing it. So it's Pat Boyle. It's Pat Boyle. Great. Yeah. Uh, and then I think, I think Caps got a... A little bit of a scheme going on here. He made you switch into this high chair. This is the worst. You look more ridiculous than usual. It doesn't have arms, and you like to flail around. You're gonna I fall. I like leaning back. I, I go side yes. to side. You're gonna be on the floor at some point this morning. And I think that's what Cap wants. Yeah, but he wants me high up. He wants me looking down on you, Bogues, which I think is very telling. Yeah, I mean, you already do figuratively, so you might as well do it literally. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. NFL approved Thursday flex scheduling. We'll get to that. Tom Brady's going to own the Raiders. Apparently, that doesn't mean he can't broadcast games, but did he think it means that? <laughs> We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. As we mentioned, Canadian bacon, uh, going to be a difficult bacon as well. The game only ends one nothing. Who won? You're going to have to stay tuned for that. And LeBron James contemplates his future. But we're going to begin with where the city of Denver would want us to begin. Where Marie would want us to begin. For our listeners out in Colorado Springs, where you'd want us to begin, where the Nuggets locker room have been begging people to begin. It's always about the other team they beat. It's always about the other team they beat. Last night, I don't think it was about the other team they beat. The Nuggets prevail 113-111. Big word. And in monstrous moving basket, which ends up being the last of the night from, from Jokic with about, what, 50-something seconds left? And it's where we begin. It's your cold open. Austin Reeves look in. Four seconds left. Two buckets. Two points ties it up. LeBron in the paint. Layup no good. Got his own board. There's the horn. And the Denver Nuggets, for the first time in franchise history, will go to the NBA Finals. It is not easy. The first time the Nuggets ever swept the team in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. Let's go. Congratulations. I'm really happy for the guys and for the organization and uh, just how how we we fight through. I remember the days when uh, nobody was in uh, like you could you could hear you could hear the the, the bounce. Uh, uh, the ball bounce on the floor, and there is no no fans, and we have a sellout every every other night. So, um, just for the organization, that was just for people, just for coach, for for all the players that everybody dubbed. Me and AD were just talking in the locker room uh, for a little bit. I think we came to the consensus that um, you know, if not one of the best, probably the best team that we've played since when we've been together for our four years. Um, they just well orchestrated, well put together. Um, they have scoring, they have shooting, they have playmaking, they have smarts, they have length, they have depth. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going, going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. 
Cosmicki's It's Your Cold Open. Jason Kosmicki on Nuggets Radio, the voices you heard post-game. Nikola Jokic, Jokic, which I'm still never going to get right. I don't care, right? I should care. But I feel like I should care a little bit. Yeah. But here's the problem. I got 15 anchors saying it 15 different ways of CBS Sports Radio. And I, Marie in Denver told me that we've been saying Jason Kosmicki wrong the whole time. That Jason Kosmicki. Yeah. So okay. I, Jason I, I, Kosmicki. Nuggets. You heard LeBron James there at the end, too, as well. We'll get to him contemplating his future in hour number three. All right. So, first of all. You want to go with Jokic or Jokic? What are we doing? I'm going to go with Jokic because that's what he prefers. Okay, yeah. so let's go with Jokic. <laughs> Jokic with his eighth triple-double last night. Uh, now breaking Will Chamberlain's record in a postseason. Just incredible. I mean, me and you were watching some of these plays down the stretch here. He's an absolute, dare I say, unicorn. Picture Dirk Nowitzki adds, a, you know, 50 pounds. He's thicker. He's a rumbling train. And... It's so funny how we've come full circle from the Embiid MVP argument earlier in the year with the fatigue and all that stuff of of going with, you know voting for Jokic and here he is after not winning the MVP reminding us or maybe showing a lot of people you know including myself well, let's face it you're not up late watching Denver Nugget games that aren't on national TV they're not getting Saturday night thirty ABC they're not getting Sunday afternoon. You know, okay, they'll play a bunch of TNT games. They've now arrived. The stigma of the Denver Nuggets just, you know, being, okay, yeah, they're in the playoffs. No, no, no. This is a legitimate franchise now. They reached their first NBA Finals ever. Uh, And look, whether they win or not win, I think the beauty of the NBA playoffs now is we've guaranteed a fifth different champion in five years. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the Miami Heat are going to obviously beat the Celtics. The Heat could beat them. I, I am going to trust that I think the, the Nuggets will. And also, it's so funny in the name of parody, you know, the Nuggets were the best team in the Western Conference all season long. And they've knocked on the door in the playoffs the last couple of years coming up short. But in an era in the NBA or our entire lives, we've always seen that this league provides more chalk than anything. We spent almost an entire spring just now looking for reasons why chalk wouldn't prevail in the West. When here they are, the Nuggets, the best team in the West get there with the best player in the West getting there. And they can win in blowout fashion. They can win last night where they need these shots down the stretch, playing the defense they played down the stretch. It's a great story, Bogues. And I think that this is just the beginning for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, that's the scary thing, I think, for the rest of the NBA is that Jokic is an old, Murray is an old, Michael Porter Jr. still has the potential to become a third superstar on that team. And the thing I think that we missed that people have been writing about since last night, because they've been a good regular season team. Murray was great in the bubble, but the last two postseasons, they've kind of been slapped in the face and kicked out of the postseason by better teams, maybe earlier than we thought. And you just, you assumed that they just weren't a postseason team, but they made a couple of changes from last year, Contavious Caldwell Pope, they drafted Christian Brown, who didn't play last night. Bruce Brown off the bench. Bruce Brown off the bench. He did play last night. They changed the dynamic of their team. Murray got healthy. And Jokic is, you know, you just call him the, the best player in the West. He might be the best player in the world right now. I, it's hard to argue. I mean, he's a two-time MVP. It's hard to argue that. And, you know, as, as far as the MVP thing goes, MB can be the MVP, is the MVP. But if you're picking, if you're starting a team today and you need a center, you're picking Jokic 11 times out of 10 yeah. over everybody else. He's remarkable. I mean, a I, lot of just, times out of 10. I, I don't... It's hard to comprehend a guy that plays like him, that's built like him, that plays that position, 
He just averaged a triple-double in a four-game sweep well, of LeBron and the Lakers. He stared down a LeBron 40-point almost triple-double last night, and he abused Anthony Davis for four games. So, in watching a lot of this Western Conference final, and actually, I'm glad you brought up Anthony Davis because this is what it ties into. Anthony Davis, I think, is the one player seeing him go up against it compared to the other rounds, whether it was what happened with Minnesota in round one, and even to a lesser extent, Phoenix with Aiton in round two. I believe this to be true. You are a few years older than me. I am 36 years old. I saw the tail end of Jordan clearly, and I understand he's the greatest player of all time. I appreciated Kobe. I appreciated LeBron. But to me, when I think about pure dominance, the most dominant player I have ever seen play NBA basketball at a high level has been Shaquille O'Neal. Because And bear with me. It doesn't mean he's better than Jordan. I'm just talking about pure dominance with what they were dealing with. He was an absolute freight train in his prime, especially those years with the Lakers, where you could throw some other All-Stars at him. Like, remember the NBA Finals versus the Pistons? I mean, he dwarfed Ben Wallace. Dwarfed <laughs> him. And that was an all-defensive player, a great center. And it looked like Ben Wallace was a point guard compared to, to Shaq. I'm watching Jokic now, and that's the vibes I'm getting, where, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are, how big a superstar you are, his... Ability to move with the ball, rumble on into the paint, and just his sure, sheer size and physical freak of nature. He's an unguardable player. And I think his eight triple doubles in this postseason only further cement that. Now we can get into semantics. Who's better? Who's that? But I'm just talking about sheer dominance on the court, and you're seeing his crowning moment right now. Now he could bump heads with a crowning moment of a different type of player with Jimmy Butler here coming up in the Miami Heat, and that'll be fun. And well, we're going to have like eight days to dissect it before we even get to a game. But this is incredible, and I think that this is just the beginning for the Denver Nuggets and that whole stigma they had about, you know, you guys are always talking about the other teams. That's out the window. This Nugget team that was officially staked the claim, boom. They will uh, they will be in front of our eyes, in front of our TVs going forward here in big moments. So what you're saying is if DA's here are we on Summer Fridays yet? So if he's here Friday, that should be the Duncan Robinson show, like a four-hour breakdown yes. of individual players before game one of the finals. Yeah. We'll get to Butler on Thursday, Duncan Robinson, because we're going to have I, – I, can the Celtics show up for game four if they're not showing up for I, I, game look, three? By the way, 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. We'll, we'll tackle this right now, too. Because I disagreed with you guys – I didn't disagree with you guys. I understand why you're saying that the NBA Finals can't start till next Thursday. But I also find it to be a ridiculous reason why. Like, DA reaching at the idea that, well, they, they want to start on a Thursday. But they don't consistently play every Thursday. You got a Friday game in there the following week. The NHL, by the way, right now, every there hasn't been an opposing team winning. They could get sweeps. They're going to get that thing going right away. It's not about hotels like it is in the NFL where you have sites being planned. I get what you say. Maybe ABC and their programming lays out like this. I, with all of that being said, the N, the NBA knows there's going to be a conversation. I'm going to bet the Celtics tonight because I think every close foul. Now, the Celtics could just lay down like dogs and lose the game. <laughs> but if you want to talk about games where officials could actually get involved in effect, yeah, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, but I am saying... I'm taking the Celtics. And I was looking around yesterday afternoon because there's a lot of people who love to break down the referee crew, and I was waiting to see who the NBA put on that game last night to see what trends and storylines developed from there. I never saw those tweets. 
EJ's more plugged into NBA minutia like that. I don't know if the NBA put kind of the usual suspects on game four last night in LA to massage that one to a game five. And it got close. It did. Um, but I, I they're gonna whatever whatever they feel comfortable doing, I would think they try to influence game four. But the problem is what you just said, it might not matter if the Celtics right. do what they did in well, game three. And that's the thing. If the if the heat just rise to the occasion I don't think that you could officiating massage, if that's the word we're going to use, yeah. a game into a blowout for the Celtics. So it would take the Celtics just, Tatum, first of all, how about you make a shot in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, that would be key. I mean, I guess he'd have to play in the fourth quarter, which you hope is the case if you're Boston. By the way, if you're down 30 entering the fourth tonight, newsflash, play Tatum. <laughs> don't just lay down your swords. Play Tatum. Well, I still don't agree with that. Down, you're already down 2-0 in game three. I don't care that you're down 30. You know, have a moment. Because if you come back down 30 and Tatum gets hot in the fourth quarter, you have this unbelievable comeback. Guess what? The Heat may never win a game the rest of the series. So, right. Missoula is a disaster. Yeah, at least he's feeling better yeah. for game four. Even if you're still down 0-3, right. he finds some rhythm, finds some confidence. And, and with that, this could be a tight game, and then you just realize Missoula stinks as a coach again, and, they're, and the officials do everything they can. But all of that being said, I still think the Celtics have the talent here to get this. Unless they've, they're coming apart at the seams in the locker room, I, well, I don't I mean, know. Who, who was it that said the the Celtics or the – who do they play the previous rounds? Why am I blanking on – oh, the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, that they should be ashamed if they lose to Miami. In the, it was a guy on our show. Was it, was it Ryan McDonough that said that? Like, that sentence is still true. Ryan like, McDonough? You're talking about Ryder, I think. What did I? No, yeah. somebody almost on with DA and said the two teams in the other series should be ashamed if they lost to Miami. We didn't in, have Ryan McDonough. All right, then it was them just picking the wrong name. I'm ninety five percent sure somebody on this show wow. as a guest. Well, you're also said asking that. me to pay attention during the interview. I know. Um, and that sentence is still kind of true. The Celtics absolutely should be ashamed right now. So, like, there is a theory, there is a way for Boston to make this somewhat interesting if they played like they're supposed to play but it doesn't seem like they are physically or mentally capable of doing that right now, yeah. which takes us back to Missoula, who, like, we've had this conversation with, like, mug shots. Do you look bad in your mug shot because you did something wrong, or did you do something wrong because you look like... Missoula now looks like a lost head coach, and I don't know which came first. Like, he sits there, like, wide-eyed, stunned. Like, he right. does, like, I don't have... He keeps saying, I don't know why, I don't know. Like, he looks like he's lost, and he's lost, and I can't well, if you, see. If you, I guess you can judge a book by its cover. Right. Like, I don't know which came first, but now he looks the part of a befuddled, overwhelmed, outcoached, no-answer guy. And that's you. the world they live in right now. Shows you you can't tell if a coach is good or bad based on an NBA regular season more so than any other sport. Uh, I guess. I still think there's room for patience, uh, as bad as this has been. I don't need to get to set fire to the whole thing, but... It well, couldn't have gone worse. And by the way, we're going to have, again, probably a whole week of dissecting yeah. post-Celtics more here. So we'll get into some of this. But if Jalen Brown's gone, I mean, you might have to just start anew. All right. When we come back, your best audio of the day in soundcheck. And I didn't realize this until I got the paper. Another bird was hitting baseball. Yeah. So bird is the word. We'll get into that. Oh, well, Plus, um, a young Patrick Boyle, will, is he getting his first anchoring shift here on on? The DA show? On the DA show, yes. Definitely, I don't think on the network, and he's 
definitely done updates on WFAN here in New York. Yeah, he's I just not, meant CBS Sports, or at least the DA show. I think just the DA show. I'm pretty sure he's been on the weekends. Okay. All right. He would know. He kind of makes yeah, those just schedules. A D, just the DA so, show. He's yeah. been anchoring. All right, so let's go. Patty Boyle with his first DA show anchoring uh, update next. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, if you're just joining us, it's Mraz and Bogues on a summer Tuesday on the DA Show. We begin Soundcheck with Nucky Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins ranks his top three quarterbacks he'd want to play for on the I Am Athlete podcast. You just brought up quarterbacks. Mm. Uh, What are some of the quarterbacks out there? If you had a list, you say Mm -hmm. these are some dope quarterbacks that I would love to throw me the ball the second part of my career. Oh, that's a good question. I would have to say... uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've I've been watching since he came in the league is Josh Allen. Josh Ooh. Allen he reminds me of he reminds me of an old school or, or of a new school Andrew Luck. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. you know I love Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know man, he's he, he, Houston kid, your dog Jalen. Uh, number three. Who I would love to to have a ball thrown by. Oh man, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is number three. <laughs> All right, I, 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 there's a couple <laughs> things I have a problem with with this clip, folks. Number one, as you enter the second part of your career, no, 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 no. Yeah. This will be the third part of your career because you were with the Texans. Then you had this error with the Cardinals. Also, you're 30, which is not old in real life, but you're, you know, you're starting to descend a little bit. Doesn't mean that DeAndre Hopkins can't have another two, three awesome years, but let's stop that it's the second part of his career. Also, I know that Kyler's hurt. This whole thing is so weird. They, the Cardinals also said they're not going to move him. This is so weird. It's almost like as if we're operating as if DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. I mean, I had to, to double check again last night that he's still technically a Cardinal. And they said they're not moving him. <laughs> right. Now, I, I, they could say that. Now, it doesn't mean that. It's it it's peculiar. I mean, we've and and then he'll probably later today or tomorrow say though that's not a trade. Like he's already listed the teams he wanted to play for. Now it's the QBs he thinks are cool, but he's not really asking yeah. to be moved out of Arizona, and they're not going to do it. It's bizarre. And also too that weird gurgle, like like ooh in there. Was that you or is that like your cousin hosts of the I Am Athlete podcast? It was a weird Sean like ah. noise. Maybe like Glee in believe, there around the Josh Allen mention. I believe that was Ashley Nicole Moss, who's a co-host on there. Now. I, like, okay. was a, that was a very Sean noise. Josh Allen, no, it was a different one than that. I can thought. I? Can, mm. and, uh, mm-hmm. can I say something? I, I don't think it's hot takey, but maybe it's hot okay. takey. Enough with the Andrew Luck comparisons too. <laughs> Comparing Josh Allen to Andrew Luck, I look obviously Andrew Luck retiring was a huge story. And Andrew Luck, you know, took the Colts to that Deflategate AFC title game. He had the incredible comeback versus Kansas City in the playoffs. I am not trying to minimize Andrew Luck's career when he played. Let's stop acting or rewriting history as if Andrew Luck was as good as Peyton Manning and and Tom Brady. Now, 
Who knows? Maybe he would have clicked into that, you know, next gear and been like a multiple time champion. I understand that we'll never know. And he was awesome, but he wasn't like all time great either. Right, but I don't think Josh Allen, just because he's so young, is an all-time... I, I think that's a fair comparison. Especially because is we, it? Well, I think we're on a trajectory right now, that, it, and I understand that the career could be shut, that Josh Allen will definitely be a better quarterback than Andrew Luck. Um, I don't know that he'll be definitely be a drastically better quarterback than Andrew Luck, and I think when we've had conversations about both of them more recently, obviously, with Luck, I mean, with Allen, about having to protect himself and run less and put himself in less danger, which was the conversation around Andrew Luck while he was playing, and then one of the main reasons why he's not playing anymore, uh, I think the comparison is kind of fair. Yeah. I mean, look, and I understand the organization mm. failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the organization failed him. I understand the health risk. I understand all of that. And it's a weird spot because Andrew Luck definitely didn't suck and was definitely really good. But I just feel like we... I don't know. Even with the tampering stuff that comes out, these teams still clamoring to bring back Andrew Luck. I I think we've kind of reached a post-Andrew Luck career arc here where now he's almost become overrated in history. Andrew Luck threw 40 touchdowns in his third year. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, again, though. Uh, Josh Allen hasn't, hasn't thrown that much at any point in his career. So, EJ, you're doing the thing I can't stand that football fans do. What is that? I can't stand it. When you look at touchdown passes and don't look at the total package, Josh Allen is a dual threat, runs in a ton, gets his team down with these long rumbles down to the one-yard line, causes more rushing touchdowns for his team. I'm not saying you are lazy, but because I have this argument with Daniel Jones haters all the time. Did right. you know Daniel Jones had four less total touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers, played one less game last year, but everybody focuses on the 15 passes. That's the case with Josh Allen, too. He's such a running threat, too. That that's such a part of the modern NFL when you combine the two, which is why I think people always look at Lamar Jackson with, you know, get up on the passing now because if you get the passing combined with the running, you are the true unicorn. Andrew Luck wasn't a true runner of the football also. But Andrew Luck had a really good career running the football at Stanford, and I think that if he played today, he'd probably be used closer like I mean, Josh Allen than he I guess was five back years then. ago, it wasn't like we didn't know quarterbacks could run. I think that their offensive line had a lot of issues. Protecting him clearly, and that was probably a way to keep him safe. I'm. I, this is getting twisted where I'm acting like Andrew Luck sucked. Andrew Luck was really good, and we'll never know what he could have been. But I think history is is overrating him a little bit. You see, and I, and I think you may be underrating him because the timing is the annoying part here. It's been five plus years. He has given zero inclination that he wants to play again. He's not even hanging around the game. When yeah. we've seen him. He's slimmed down. He doesn't. He's not. Oh yeah, in he's football not, but, shape anymore. Thinks, you got to stop clamoring from the right. Back. Like, let's leave him alone. But I don't think that means we need to like go too far in the other direction. Uh, look, that he wasn't as good as we remember him being. My favorite luck moment is always going to be the comeback versus Kansas City and that wild card round on a Saturday. And I, they had at least the one run that was kind of like a weird playoff year because it was just another Brady going there. But I never thought Andrew Luck stepping on a football field that he was a real threat to beat Tom Brady in a game, whereas, like, Peyton Manning always provided us at least that opportunity. I, I don't know. I just just felt a peg short for me on also his expectations when he came out of Stanford. And Let's, the organization has a lot to do with it. Yes. Um, and thankfully, Jim Irsay didn't put Andrew Luck ahead of Peyton Manning on his. Well, yeah. maybe he's in his top 10. We only know the top five. Um, uh, true. You said it before. Unfortunately, Bird is yes. the word. Uh, twice in less than a week, we have lost a bird on a baseball field. One time was pregame playing catch. Last night, during a game, 
Cleveland outfielder Will Brennan's at the plate. This is Steve Stone and our good friend Jason Benetti on Bally Sports. Through the left side, base hit for Brennan on the first pitch he sees. So Cleveland quickly has two on with nobody out. Let's take another look at it. This one actually went by what looked like some sort of deceased animal at shortstop. Maybe not an animal that would be stretching it. Looks like it might be from the rodent family. They just scooped it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's too bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Hope you had good insurance. Oh, oh so many jokes. Now, it's not funny. It's not funny. That's not Um, It was a bird. It wasn't a rat or whatever um, and it was dead thanks to the ball it wasn't dead before the ball went past yeah, it passed the deceased animal no I no no the, case. the ball made the bird deceased will brennan hit a ball it hit a bird and brennan had he i think playfully apologized to Peta after the game on twitter for oh uh, well i for one we never had the joke about the the fastball or the curveball i would much rather get hit with a pitch than get hit with a line drive yeah, I mean, the ball off the bat's going to be faster. That's horrible. That is a horrible way to go. Also, I think we officially know that birds are stupid. Get out of the stadium. <laughs> or at least out of the field of play. You want to perch up in the upper deck and watch the game from there? Stop it. This ain't the park. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if stupid's the right word. but I always, They're stupid, They're dude. not as capable of advanced thoughts as most of us are, so... They they don't know where the safe Think place about, for is. Bird, they're gonna come in over the stadium and down. And they see grass. They uh, go, oh, grass, great. I'm right. Cool. Get a feel for what's going on. <laughs> they're idiots. I like the fans booing in the background too. Yeah, well, because they the come. And by the way, that's a terrible job. I don't know if you guys. I I had a tough time burying my dog years ago. I gotta be scooping birds or dead rodents, and the people have to do this off the street. You ever pass like a dead possum? I've scooped up a dead bird from my yard. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it was horrible. Gross. My dog uh, shook a squirrel out one year on the Super Bowl and, and had blood foaming out of its mouth, and we oh. had to bury the squirrel. That was an unreal, you know, you get rubber gloves. It is awful. Awful. Yeah, I had a tough time oh, I'm having flashbacks. negotiating the bird onto the shovel, which was like extending the nastiness of it. That wasn't fun. But I didn't Some have sort of All right. blood and guts, at least. All right, now... <laughs> Last sound check. Jalen Green says Michael Jordan told him to take off a certain kind of shoes he was wearing. Uh, this you was mentioned on- MJ, and you ever met MJ? I got a crazy story. I went to a Michael Jordan camp in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I'm walking to practice from the dorm. I got, like, high socks on up to my knees, baggy shorts. My swag was terrible. I got Adidas <laughs> slides on, and he just walked over to me and was like, you need to take them weak ass Adidas slides off. I look back. I look back. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, you need to get some Jordan slides. Yeah. I said, give me some. So he brought me some Jordan slides. <laughs> I'm a Same. little ass. Kid though, he talking about get rid of weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind my business. I'm Rude. happy walking by myself. I was heavily excited because my mom in the stands. I ran up to my mom real quick. I'm like, mom, I just I just talked to Jordan. Yeah. Mom, she taking the picture the whole time. So he- she was like, I know, I seen. <laughs> oh, okay. the picture. Yeah, that's really cool. First of all, that was on the podcast. P. That's really cool because it shows that Michael Jordan does have like this human being interaction, interact with other kids like that. Also. 
just telling a little kid you got weak-ass slides and then giving him the pair of, uh, you know, Jordan slides. Good promotion by him, too. Right. To get those Jordans out. There. So the slides weren't a problem as a fashion statement. It was the brand of the slides. Exactly. It was Adidas. He was wearing Jordan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the Jordan. Uh, I only recently got into slides. I finally got out of the thong sandals, which uh, people, you know, at the beach, you, I like the thong sandal. But apparently, it's very much out. I never understood the slide. My feet slide too much in and out of it. But I don't know. I guess it's an okay look. Um, Yeah, I mean, the, the, neither one of them to me is comfortable. Because the thong thing... I don't in, like the sock look with it. I mean, that you can't do. Yeah. But as a basketball player, you got them on, like, walking back and forth to the court. So you have your socks on. Because you used to have them in, a, in your sneakers. Now yeah. the sneakers are off. But if you're making a conscious choice, like, to go to the supermarket... I've seen that. I don't in like slides it. and socks, you're doing it wrong. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. I, I'm a slide and sock enthusiast. Like, that is, oh, that is how I walk around. You're having a tough morning, EJ. That is how I walk around in Queens 90% of the time. What? Absolutely. Why wear the socks? Sometimes it's a little chilly. You know, who wants to see my toes? Come on. Well, I mean, mm. I get, we're, we're cut from a little bit of a different cloth because you're talking about Queens. I'm talking about, like, I, I'm 10 minutes from the beach, guys. So, like, in my world, slides mean you're wearing them around water. Right. You know? EJ is also the youngest of the group. I couldn't tell you what's cool every time. Now. But I've seen the slides with the socks on the supermarket. And every, by the way, as I'm probably wearing a half-stained Masahiro Tanaka jersey right. and tight and my nipples are poking through, <laughs> I'm the one pushing the car going, this guy looks ridiculous. <laughs> that is true. You probably shouldn't point at anybody else's yeah. like fashion faux pas. But I just, if I'm putting socks on, then I'm putting shoes on. Yeah, like I there's agree. Just if you if you if you need socks and you need shoes, I feel like it's definitely a basketball thing. Like I played basketball growing up, so it felt like like uh, like a yeah. focus was saying you go from the court and whatever. But that it's it's, tra- it's transitioned beyond the court now. That's now the problem. Now it's a way of life at this point. Yeah, if you told me at the supermarket there was a pair of high tops waiting for you to put it on at your shop, <laughs> then maybe I'd understand <laughs> that. Shopping sneaks, and that is your sound check. So, what's eating you? People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I gotta trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday. My favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. All right, a packed house. Let's get it rolling on a Trash Tuesday. EJ, you're in the leadoff hall, bro. What do you got? Okay, so I... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm trashing the MTA of mm. New York City. So, of course, at the uh, Brooklyn Half Marathon, my girlfriend ran in on Sunday. She did a great job. Oh, congrats. It was great to see her do it. She's done a bunch of them in a row, a bunch of them in a row now, a couple, two, three years in a row. Show and off. it is, <laughs> it is insane to me that regardless of what the weather is the mta decides i guess in advance sometimes hey we're just gonna turn on the ac in the train think about (laughs) what it was on sunday it was an absolute downpour it was raining the whole time so now you had wet runners who've been running around the city for about three hours who have been drenched in rain now having to get on the subway and the subway was packed in Coney Island. So this was Saturday the rain. Oh, Saturday, I'm sorry. Yeah, Saturday. They had this half marathon in that down. I mean, that was yeah. as hard a rain as I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was pouring at points during that race. And these runners who went out there in that rain mess slop then had to go into a subway and go into a 50 degree train car like that to me is ridiculous like i understand it's may i understand you people are expecting you know sunny 70 degree weather but that wasn't the day to do that like come on wow trash him charlie sheen just dumped that on the set of minute words the half annoying (laughs) last repeat is she all right is she pneumonia anything like that? i was actually really worried about her but she's been fine i think that you know she's just a warrior at this point i I appreciate the toughness but she she was she was she i mean this was you know this was uh kellen winslow you know getting carried off of uh carried off the court a field in miami i mean it was was ridiculous how much did you stand out oh is that what you're gonna ask no no i was gonna ask if you picked her for her sturdiness was that part of the appeal that oh (laughs) jeez <laughs> Never. I, my question's irrelevant now. Uh, all right, Pete, what do we got? I am trashing the person, uh, one of our colleagues, who decided to negotiate some type of deal, like a contract or whatever, while in the break room, on the phone, while everyone was trying to get coffee. It was the first time I've ever seen that before. Someone's on, someone from another station on our floor huh? decided to have a conversation about an appearance in the break room. As got Spike Eskin, got Bogus, I was myself, yeah. trying to get coffee and stuff, and it's loud. You could hear this. This is the type of conversation. Hey, sound like they were getting a good deal. Uh, I don't know what. The, it sounded like they were yelling at somebody, but but I hope they did. But they did it in a break room. Do it in a boardroom. I'm trashing that. Trash. That's just human filth. I, I think she was actually telling somebody how she's going to negotiate because she was saying like somebody wants her to do something for free. And she was like, I'm, I don't work for free. She used the phrase, I pitch my own tent, which wow. was, is, <laughs> is new to me. And not new to me. Well, in this, in this usage, it was, it was new to me. <laughs> I've heard pitch a tent before, but never in like, I do my own work. Like that was a weird usage of that. And she, she had zero care that me, Pete and Spike were there. Like well, she, she would- didn't change the level of her voice. Mm-hmm. She didn't go, well, give me a second, or sorry, guys. She was just firing away, reaching across Peach's chest for a coffee stir, walking around me and Spike. It was like we were invisible. Yeah, she was holding court on the entire uh, 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 desk that was there that had all the coffee. Yeah, it was a lot. All right. Jeez. Patty Boyle? What are you going to scream about? Uh, I got to scream about Rob Manfred at Major League Baseball. Um, also, I didn't realize, so these... 
First of all, I'm trashing these early Sunday morning stupid Peacock games at 11.30. Who the hell wants to watch a baseball game at 11.30? Who the hell wants to go to a park for an 11.30 game? So the idea of that is ridiculous on its own. 11.30 a.m. baseball game. I mean, that that's freaking Little League stuff. That's what you do for your 10-year-old son. Oh, what time's your game, honey? Oh, 11.30. All right, not bad. Like a little it. early. We get out of there. So not only are the 11.30 games ridiculous... I didn't realize the entire season they have exclusivity until 1.30. They so did no, last year too, bud. Yeah. I must have not been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I must have not realized. Yeah, there was no other game can start till 1.30. That's so, how stupid is that? How dumb is that? So now, not only am I ready to settle in to watch the Yankees and the Mets at 1 o'clock. No, I got to wait till 1.30 because, God forbid, I can't. we can't have overlap between the freaking Pirates and the Reds at 11.30 on a Sunday morning. So the idea that they are bringing in more fans, I promise you, nobody is saying, ooh, 11.30, Sunday morning, let me watch Hunter Green get lit up like a Christmas tree, but also throw every pitch 100 miles an hour and some other stiffs from the Pirates that nobody cares about. (laughs) And now I can't watch my team for an extra 30 minutes because they have exclusivity. Trash him, Pete. Household waste goes in this bin. We have more time later. I want to debate this with you maybe next hour because I just hate the idea that it's on Peacock. Again, I'm going to come back to the streaming problem. But I got to be honest. I cut the line. I listened to the entire game old school on the radio while cutting the line because I just don't have Peacock. And I kind of like the idea of a yeah. game being over by 2 o'clock. I don't want to fight with Boyle. I don't like the 140 part, but yeah. I like the 1130 11:30, man. You got to hold that, especially in the summertime. You hit that pool by 2 o'clock. You get, the team's already done yeah. playing. No, but I... Mm. I disagree, and we can talk about it more. But I yeah. like I like the idea of being able to do Sunday morning errands if you have to do them, okay. and then settle in for the game at one. The, let's put a pin in that, as they say, because I think yeah. that's a good debate. Okay. And by the way, the NBA playoffs, we might need this the rest of the week. Uh, all right, what, what do we got, folks? Oh, great! I get to trash you indirectly, Sean. Thanks for asking. Okay. Um, Saturday was my 25 year high school reunion. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Within 10 minutes of being in the building, a gentleman not... So, my school is on the smaller side. So, it's not. it was not just my class there. There were three other... Two other classes. It was the 20... Two class. It was 20, 25, and 30, or 15... No, I'm sorry. 15, 20, 25, whatever 15's it was. 15 a weird one. It was, it was every... It's a five-year increment. Got and it. there were three different classes there. So, this gentleman was not in my year. And he comes over, very excited... Says he's a list. He's like, oh, name tag on. Nice to meet you. Good to see you again. Love listening to the show. I got an idea. You should have brought Mraz. <laughs> wow. Not DA? No. Huh. But I do have on a side problem with DA. Our uh, our sister school, because it was an all boys school. So when we needed like girls for the play and stuff like that, we there was a school nearby called Dominican Academy, short DA. So whenever we're together, everyone talks about DA girls, DA stories. So I heard DA all night about that <laughs> school and not Damon, but but that's fine. More significantly, I'm trashing the idea that they've literally run out of safe spaces. That you are <laughs> everywhere. Pop everywhere. culture phenomenon, bro. Thanksgiving dinner. My mom's complaining still about something with you. I come here. What did Sean say again? Hey, is that your friend with the Rangers broom? And now I go to my high school reunion and go, you should have brought Sean here. No, I shouldn't have. He's away. It's the weekend. I'm off. Not on Sean watch. Not parading him around here. Leave me alone. All right, trash this guy. This must be garbage time. Great guy. Thanks for listening. And it's not. I'm not really trashing him. I'm trashing your... Did you get his name? His name is John. 
All right, just tell him, send him the address. I'll send him a signed headshot. It's no big deal. Thank you. <laughs> we That's have, what I was getting at. At some point, we have to do. We have to have you pick your favorite moniker because you're now the Rangers broom guy. You're the guy that you know pooped himself on air. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wear many hats. They're also flattering. You wear many the pants. Part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got another name. I can't say it on the air though. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a toast instead of a trash. You can't do that. I can do it, and I am gonna do it. You know why? Because I'm in the power chair today. Mm. I trash stuff every week and have such a difficult time ever finding a toast that today's a legitimate toast. Hold it till Thursday. I can't. It matters today. Uh, I got married nine years ago today, so I'm toasting my wife. Today is my wedding anniversary of nine years. Next year's ten is a big one. Nine feels like a lot. Although I can't really tell the in my life. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, I did end up leaving my underwear on the floor again today after I ran out of the shower because I don't want to wake her up. So Happy it's anniversary. a present to her that she didn't get woken up by me going through uh, the drawers or back to the hamper. But uh, probably a problem for her because I don't know what I was doing in the middle of the night. But anyway... Oh, uh, yeah. Toasting, toasting, Danielle. Nine years. Cannot believe it went by. And I actually found some wedding pictures popped up this morning. I was going through. DA looks like a, a teenager at my wedding. An absolute. That <laughs> was pre-Bourbon <laughs> Bell for him. He was floating around that dance floor. So those are back during the overnight days of the DA show. I can't believe nine years toasting nine years of marriage. Booskies. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take the power chair back just for a second or steal it for a second. And let everyone else in. And hopefully Danielle's listening at this point. This toast comes on the heels of Sean sitting down and going, oh, it's my wedding anniversary today. I looked down. I saw 520. I knew because we talked about it yesterday. But it was one of those things when you wake up and you process it. So as sweet as the toast might have been, had Facebook not maybe thrown those pictures back at you, <laughs> you still might not have remembered at it this was, point this morning. It was <laughs> two hours into me being awake that I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, you might want to process that a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So are you scrambling for a gift at 10.02 this morning, or are you good? No, no gift. Uh, we, I, She just got a Mother's Day gift. I just got a birthday gift. We don't do gifts. She'll get a card and maybe some flowers, and then and a little bajol. We'll probably go out to dinner this weekend or something <laughs> with the kids. He'll make, he'll make Philly cheesesteaks tonight. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. Tonight might just be a taco night. I might just make some ground chicken in a pan. All right, what do we got? Oh, by the way, hold on. Steven and SC tweets in, if that's your toast, then I know what your wife's trash will be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what do you got, boy? A big giant hefty bag. Yeah. I see all your trashes coming in. We will read those throughout the show as well. Thank you, everybody. At Mraz, CBS, at Andrew Bowles. And now, let's get stunned. Let's go! doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. That's so. Yeah, so basically we got another Aaron Rodgers isolation retreat thing going on here. Joseph Deturi, 55-year-old professor at the University of South Florida, broke the world record for longest time living underwater. And he plans to stay put wow. for an extra couple of weeks. The Aqua Nut, as uh, they like to call him, has been lodging 30 feet below in a lagoon in Key Largo, Florida, for 84 days as of today. That surpassed the previous record of 73. Uh, despite the world record, his personal goal is to stay underwater until day 100, which would be June 9th, as part of a research project to how the human body responds to living under extreme pressure. What? Yeah, he lives in a 100-square-foot bunker the size of two king beds at Jules' Undersea Lodge. Uh, it includes a sleeping area, a living room, and a small kitchen with a coffee machine, microwave, and lots of frozen food. But I said this is like an Aaron Rodgers isolation retreat thing because the guy's a fraud. 
He said he wakes in the morning, does his workout, and then goes and watches the sunrise. So basically comes above water, swims and watches the sunrise. Oh, he and, could get out and back in? Yeah. And then on his way home from work, he stops at the at the bridge, which is right by the underwater lagoon, and watches the sun- sunset and then goes back underwater. Oh, so he's still going about his day in real life. It's not the whole pressure. He's just sleeping down there and working out in the morning. And he's I, apparently he's teaching classes virtually. I don't know how the, the I guess the Wi-Fi they got a Wi-Fi oh, set up down there. Oh, that's a terrible. So he can stop at Burger King on the way home. He doesn't need to microwave frozen foods. Yeah, I mean I'm I don't know. Again, maybe his only path out of the out of the underwater bunker is to go swim to the nearby bridge and watch the sunrise and sunset. But he is not staying in that underwater bunker all twenty four hours. So it must be like a spaceship, right? Where they have like two doors, right? The first door to get in, you let the water at you. I don't know. I, this is stupid. You shouldn't deserve the world record. You got to stay put and don't see civilization and, for the hundred. And days. all the quotes from this guy. He's like, oh, I just I, I hope I inspired future generations wow. to come. No, no. Teachers work harder than this guy. <laughs> he is a teacher. Oh. He's a professor. Oh. Ah, you see? He's got all the time in the world to live underwater. So I, uh, we got to d- dig more into this. I don't, I don't think he's getting out every day. I think the quote about the sun dates back to March, and is he is describing the kind of person he is. Oh. That's not what his day oh, is. Boy. He's on, he's in this thing oh, all the boy. time. So oh, I botched it. Boy, boy. Yeah. But he said, he said, I, I, go, I do my workout, and then I stop at the bridge and watch the sunset. Right, but the whole quote is, and this again is from The bridge March. might be a part of the... No, it's he's talking about, like, I'm a creature of the sun, right? So I wake in the morning, I go from my workout, and I go watch the sunrise. Then on my way home from work, I stop at the bridge, and I watch the sunset. So I'm probably going to just chase that sun. It's a metaphor. He's not breaking oh, down no, his Boyle. daily routine. So he's not a fraud. He's in there the whole time. He's in the, that's why he's teaching no virtually. Burger no Burger he's King. in the thing. Well, okay, but why is he talking about... Whatever. The, the, the quote, very misleading then. Talking but that's about, also why it's the last paragraph oh, of the... Man. I'm, very thorough, the I'm a very thorough reader. I know. All right, well, so he's staying in the entire time then. I guess that makes it kind of impressive. All right, well, that'll do it for stunned. I... Pete, how Two many oinks for teachers. this update? Mm. That's a- How could you give four oinks to four an update oinks. that he got the entire stun story wrong? He, that's where he lost his points. How was the hockey part of the update? I thought that was actually very good. I, I like the creativity. It was I, the cat's meow. Yeah. Would that, would that have been a five on its own? Uh, it would have been if the, you didn't screw up stunned. You guys are incredible. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. We have stunt today. I'm not, I'm not stunt. I mean, do we have Canadian Baker today? <laughs> Nine twenty. Oh, okay. With whom? EJ. EJ, can you tell the audience last night before I get killed? Yes. Did I ask you to do Canadian bacon, or if you were interested in doing Canadian bacon? Yes, he did. So yes, it was a question to me because I asked him, "Hey, is Canadian bacon tomorrow?" Because uh-huh. I have not been on DA show in a while, and he said, "Yes." Do you want to do it or I can do it? And I, because I am a coward, apparently, I ducked the smoke because uh-huh. I, I know how talented the great Sean Marash and uh, Pat Boyle are at that. And I thought maybe it'd be better for the show if they do it. So before anybody calls me a puck hog, you heard it from EJ. More on the DA show when we come back next. Thanks, EJ. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. Good, we're having a good time. Having a good time. 
crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know, it's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA Show. All right, all right, all right. It is a Canadian bacon on this May 23rd, 2023. For those wondering, I am in the main chair today for DA. Just to clarify, if you're just tuning in, EJ Stewart was given the opportunity to do Canadian bacon. I can't make this any more clear. He had, as he said, the coward, cowardly lion. He's punted it back to me. So before anybody gets on me, what a pig. He's going to be taking bacon for himself. You will not hear, enjoy this, because you will not hear me doing Canadian bacon tomorrow. You will hear Pat Boyle doing Canadian bacon tomorrow. Oh, thank goodness. All right? That's the best news of the morning. So you get, enjoy me now. All right. Now, Mraz, take it away. What do you have for Canadian bacon? <laughs> well, thanks, Mraz. For the second time in Canadian bacon history, this segment will be done from the power chair. No easy task, but work has to be done. And work had to be done by the Hurricanes if they were going to cut the Panthers series lead in half last night. We went to Sunrise where blankets laid out on the beach with mimosas were not in store. The game was scoreless thanks to defense and goaltending in the first period. Freddie Anderson was stonewalling the Panthers offense. But Freddie wasn't facing Jason. He was facing Sergey in this horror show as Bobrovsky held the Canes off the board as well. In the second period, a power play opportunity arose for the Panthers. They had to make the fans feel Bon Jovial. And they were shot through the Reinhardt. And you're to blame. Girl, you gave the Hurricanes a bad game. Near point, Montour down here on the near side, then down behind the net. Bennett off to the near corner. Kachuk, Kachuk in front. Reinhardt a shot, top jump. He scores a power play goal. Sam Reinhardt just under the crossbar. And the Panthers strike first. Yes, Sam Reinhardt scoring his seventh goal in the postseason. The lead stayed one to nothing into the third period. Bobrovsky turned away shot after shot. 
The hurricanes usually cause damage in South Florida in September, but the tropical air must have been dry because this became a tropical depression for any Canes fans real quickly as they simply could not generate any offense. The final seconds ticked down and insurance companies didn't even get any calls about the damage. Cousins will clear. This bounces into the Carolina zone. The final seconds tick away and it's a 32 save shutout for Sergei Bobrovsky. The Panthers take game three. They take a 3-0 stranglehold on the Eastern Conference final and the Florida Panthers are one win away from a berth in the Stanley Cup final. That would wrap game three, an unbelievable just one to nothing win. Lacking highlights for Bacon gives the Panthers a three to nothing series lead. All three wins in the series, they coming by just one goal. The Canes now face elimination. Will they even care? Olina about showing up in game four? Panthers goalie Sergey G- Panthers goalie Sergey Bavrovsky was proud of his shutout post game. But he was more proud of someone being in the host chair and having to formulate a Canadian bacon in just a one to nothing game. Here's what he said about me doing bacon postgame. There is so many people working hard. Thanks, Sergey. Game four is Wednesday night. That is your Canadian bacon. <laughs> Petey, what do you got? There's three. Hand is off the oink machine. Three oinks, huh? Three oinks. That's disrespectful. Well, there's room for debate here. There's room for debate because I will say this. It was not high end. It was good. It was not great. The The whole line of hurricane jokes in the back half of the script were just okay. There was nothing too inventive, too creative in there. Bon Jovial shot through the Reinhardt. Okay, that was the high part. I thought the Freddy versus Jason thing was a little forced, and I will not accept in any way, shape, or form. Bookending your script with backpats. And you wanted a theme. opening with a script to start your backpack. You can't even off the top of your head just give yourself kudos. You actually we tell you were reading your self-congratulations. And then you close with a semi-creative use of some sound, but you know that that's not going to play well. You know that me and Pete don't want to hear you congratulating you for I, doing bacon. When Bobrovsky you said it. it. Play the Bobrovsky clip again. No, Let's no, hear exactly I heard what he said. No, I, no, I want to hear it. The fans, the fans want to hear it. No. So that being said, I still would have gone north of three and a half, but, but, but that's it. Three seems a little bit low, but not unfairly low. No, it got to... Look, the... the Bon Jovi line was great. That was the best part of the whole thing. I thought everything else was okay. But then the pat on the back and then the excuse making also about the cuts. Um, oh, hey, we have one game. We're not right. going to have many cuts. I, I mean, I really don't want to hear that when I you're talking about the game. I excuse making. That's what you did. So you said a game there. didn't provide a lot of cuts. It didn't. Well, yeah, well, it's not an excuse. I don't need to hear it. Do you hear me complaining that I got well, a free? I don't want to hear it in the script. I want to hear about the game. So this was average at best. Look, EJ, what do you got? Anything? Any thoughts? I mean, I don't even know if I we mean, should hear from I, you. If I, you I feel out. like, look, I can't say I would have done a better job because, I, again, I ducked the smoke. 
Though now I am wondering if maybe, you know, I should have stepped up and maybe I should have gave the people <laughs> what they really were looking for. You I know? don't boy. I feel, like I, I feel like I disappointed the aliens. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Boyle, you're, I mean, you're on deck tomorrow. How did you feel about this bacon? I love the, the Bon Jovial, the shot through the heart. Um, and what was the first thing that I was cracking up about? Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, I just, it lacked fluidity. Um, and I just, you know, the puns weren't that great for me. All right. Look, uh. You're not going to hear me kick and scream about a three. I'm happy with a three. Uh, it's not an excuse, but this is where I have a problem where people have a problem with excuses. It's also reality. We had quite literally one game on the schedule, and it ended up being one nothing. For Pete to come at me going, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear about the game. There wasn't much going on. It's, that's not you can't you cannot deny above anything else. That's not an easy bacon to do when there's one game to do and it's only one nothing. Right, we know that. I don't want to hear about it in the script. Okay, well, you got to hear about something in the script. Well, I mean, I could just else. sing you Bon Jovi and say that's your Canadian bacon. Well, then be creative and do something else. I did. I was very creative. No one cares. The Canes now face elimination. Will they even care? Olina about bad. showing up in game four. That's, that's bad. bad. We've Pretty got good. a... And so, the Bobrovsky audio was great. Yeah. Before you uh, before you get to your made-up Twitch comments... I'm not, actually. I'm telling you, I'm fine oh, with okay. the three. I'm actually not complaining. Uh, Nebby on YouTube, that was bad. Matt, even three oinks is generous. There was nothing clever or funny in there at all. You know what's Jeffrey, not clever or funny? Go that bacon vest needs to be a onesie so it doesn't keep riding up. Now, Jeffrey, I'd sign up for that. Throw some buttons on that boy, a little extension, wrap it underneath, <laughs> give it some support. All right. I'll pay for that alteration. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Nothing. Sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. I don't care about oinks. Yeah. Well, by the way, you want to get Except real creative? All the reasons why I should have gotten more of them. Nebby, Nebby you want to get real creative? And I'm thankful for any way anybody wants to consume the show. You know what's creative? Teaching yourself the Twitch app and learning that. Because I had to do that. That was creative. Otis Miller knows. All right. What does that matter? It just matters. So you know two Otis's now. Spunkmeyer and Miller? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know two. That's not bad. Thanks. That's not bad. Uh, Joe Mama trashes. <laughs> I want to trash Pat Boyle for not doing bacon today. Trash him. This must be garbage time. Well, why am I, I getting trash, trash a Mraz? Yeah, why am I getting trashed for that? I, I wasn't asked to do it. Mm. Yeah, you're going to do it tomorrow. Okay, but who just trashed me? Joe Mama? Joe Ma I didn't trash you. Joe Mama Tell did. Joe Mama to go scratch. Joe Mama, you heard Patty said go scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, follow the, I follow the orders of the locker room leader, Sean, the guy with the C no on his chest. Mac and Bear, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that much of a leader anymore. We didn't even have that's not a seat. That's a half an onion ring. Right if now. I was a real leader, we would have had the Kachuk overtime goal on the other day. Which, by the way, we have closure on. I'm going to reveal a private text. We have closure on. That never happened. Yesterday's Canadian bacon that featured us playing the wrong Kachuk goal. That was yesterday, <laughs> no, right? That featured you lazily playing the wrong Kachuk goal. Okay. So we found out that the highlights from Saturday night's Game 2 from this series were not even put into our system. So, in fact, when you went to the last Carolina-Florida highlight on a Monday morning that we had, it was from last Thursday night when Kachuk scored in four overtimes, meaning if you just scrolled, you would assume, oh, yeah, okay, this is the most recent game, Kachuk overtime winner, because Kachuk scored both overtime winners. Carlos with a K texted me yesterday apologizing, saying, hey, just want to let you know, already talked to Pete, it won't happen again, I should have had those highlights in there. Now, that sounds like a good apology, right? For all those excuse makers, you know what we got? But I just want to let it be known, I came in and I filled in for somebody that day sick, so cut me some slack. No, 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 no. And this is what I told Carlos. Cut your slack. We appreciate you stepping up. That's great that you came in and filled in for somebody. 
But if you come in and fill in and you get paid for a job, does that mean you also then don't get to do the job just because you walk through the doors? I don't understand that. I'm leaving this one alone. I don't understand that. You just want credit for coming in, but then you still got to do the actual job. But again, there are two separate problems here. They're not as connected as you want them to believe. It would This would be much more defendable for you if somebody had mislabeled the cut. Carlos did not put the, the correct goal in. That's on Carlos. You playing the wrong Kachuk overtime goal is 100% on you. Okay, sure. I'll do more pre-show then, and I won't complain like teachers. Analytics is just a term that's kind of thrown around a lot. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. All right, we asked a very important question today. Is wearing socks with slides a ridiculous look? This comes after soundcheck when we found out Jalen Green was told that his Adidas slides were trashed by Michael Jordan as an adult. Jalen Green was a kid. And EJ tells us he wears them basically all around the supermarket. Total clown move. But anyway, we asked the audience, and 63% of you said yes, or six, almost 64%. They are a ridiculous look. 36% are with EJ saying no, not a ridiculous look. Our analytics team says the first incarnation of the slide was from Adidas in 1972. The slide isn't the healthiest piece of footwear as it offers no arch support. Arch Manning, Arch Manning. EJ wears slides with socks when he takes his dog for a walk. Speaking of dogs, Pete says he once ate a dog dingleberry as well as Mraz did that one time. How about that? He just admitted that. Interesting. That's great stuff from the analytics team. Uh, Before we get to the RPFL, it should be noted, San Diego area fans. Remember my spat with San Diego? Well, it's gone so well that San Diego State Athletic Director J.D. Wicker will join us in studio at 8 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. So, Bogues, we'll have some fun with that. Um, you know, find out if fans there are complete frauds. Couple more trashes. <laughs> First to question. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Are you a fraud? Is your town full of frauds? Dalton tweets in, I'm trashing professional athletes for not being able to gamble on sports they don't play in. That's not the athlete's fault, but okay, trash them. Hefty, hefty, hefty. I think that's also not the rule. The problem with the NFL is they did it in at the Lions headquarters. Yeah. You can't bet on anything in a team, like using the team's Wi-Fi, basically. Right. I, but you can bet on an NBA game if you're an NFL player. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to be out of the facility. Leroy tweets in, good bacon. I think the grading is too much. It's just hockey, and that is the only thing that makes hockey fun is your bacon. Dixieland Dan, are we just ignoring the fact that Mraz dropped accurate science knowledge with Hurricanes? That alone should have made it a 3.5. The flow wasn't there for sure, but that's a 3.7535. Not a great effort for sure. How many times did you say for sure? But it was okay. Opens the door for a huge boil bacon. Um, Timbo Slice, I'm trashing DA for never doing Canadian bacon. EJ said he was afraid of his smoke, but DA has been scared since the start. Also, the main chair looks way too small for Merez. <laughs> Is that a skinny, <laughs> slim fit chair? Actually, it's, I mean, it's a slim fit chair, yes. I, no, there's no arms. The arms are broken off. I was going to sit in my normal chair. It's and actually then a couch. The show started. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's seen the clips or watched it on Twitch and YouTube, the show started this morning. Cap came in, our digital producer, and he's like, "You need basically you need to switch chairs. And, was, and he's like, then he was like, you don't have to. I'm like, all right, I'll do whatever you want. And he has me propped up here like King Tut in a weird chair with no arms. I'm all over the place. I've been swinging a wiffle ball bat around the office. Um, Lazy boy slim fit. I'm all in on that. And real quickly, Fully Ohio, I'm trashing the wife. She owes me $550 for my fun rainy day fund, and I called her out for forgetting for nearly nine months, and yada, yada, yada. It turned into a fight about something else, and now I'm the bad guy, and I'm never getting back my cash. That sounds like an interesting That's just human filth. 
All right, what do we have for the epic fail? The restart. Wow, okay. Mm. The show got restarted uh, in the second hour today. It's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Gonna be a good day with DA. Hey, Doc. I do love the Doc. Happy being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Bueller. 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 Hello. Come on, man. Hey, we're back here on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's Sean. Do you have no headphones? Is that the problem? It's I didn't even realize music was playing. It's Mraz. It's oh, Bogus. Hey, how, how are you guys doing? EJ Stewart with us. <laughs> Pete the Body with us as well. For those wondering why I was pausing, I was actually typing Canadian bacon. So that's what I was focused in on. Really, I was trying to feed Raz his healthiest meal in years. One minute later. All right. When we, when we come back. Where are we going? <laughs> Oof, it's four minutes past the hour. You big dummy. How old are you again? <laughs> you can't do stupid stuff. Let's let's start from the top. You're right. We do that, Pete. We restart right. bacon. We restart yeah, hours. Pete, play the re- Three, restart two, the top of the hour. one, and go. All right. We're going to have a good day. Welcome aboard the DA Show. It's Mraz and Bogus on this Tuesday. Bogus, how you doing, buddy? Sean, I'm doing so so good. Welcome to hour two, my favorite hour of our four most mornings. Epic fail, you loser. That <laughs> is why you fail. Epic fail. I mean, just an unbelievable start. Skipper Tim, can I trash more ash for all the restarts? Come on, be a professional. Move forward after mistakes instead of ro- starting over all the time. Trash him for wasting time. This must be garbage time. Way to get the joke, Skipper. Way to get the, the joke. Moist Pork tweets in, good morning, I want to trash my neighbor. He doesn't cut the grass right up to his fence, and it always gets super long through the fence, which then requires me to cut his grass on my side of the yard. Hashtag people suck at yard work. Ooh, a trash. That's just offensive. A trash after my own heart, Moist. Yes, he's got to get that weed whacker, edger out, knock that down. You should not be responsible for that at all. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Where was Tommy Topsman had a good trash, too, that now I'm scrolling in real time. Uh, Robin three two one says I'm trashing the service guy at Honda who's wearing shorts with dress shoes and white socks. Where is the fashion police? Moist pork when you need him. Rob oh. puckering up to moist pork. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Tommy Topspin, happy trash Tuesday. I'm trashing the fact that we haven't invented teleportation yet. I would like nothing better than to avoid driving anymore. It would allow me to drink a few more booskies at Bob's Bar. Thank you, Tommy Topspin. Charlie Sheen just dumped that on the set of Men at Work. Tommy Tucker tweets in, spot bleeping on on your teacher's rant. Steven tweets in, I'm not going to fully agree with Mraz. My wife wanted to be a teacher and went to college for it, and the main reason was for the summer off days to spend with our kids so they would have the same days off. So that was the main reason she became a teacher. Boy, me versus teachers attest this all this time. Thanks to Pete the Body on the other side. Thanks to EJ Stewart on the other side. Thanks to Patrick Boyle on your updates. Bogey, I love you, man. Thanks to you for joining me. Great seeing you, Sean. It is. Love you, teachers. Love you, teachers. Thanks to AJ Kaplan on the Wizard of Watch DA. Thanks to Moist Pork. Take care. The mothership disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 